Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Stripe Show podcast brought to you by Encore Golf. Encore designs high-performance golf balls for players of all skill levels and swing swing speeds. So get fitted for your perfect golf ball today at EncoreGolf.com. Well, it's Friday, and we're back with another happy hour edition of the Stripe Show podcast, except today we have a little bit of an underage version, um, an under-21 version featuring a very special 16-year-old. We're sort of sipping virgin drinks today, y'all. As I said, special guest today on the show, 16-year-old old Macy Pate, sophomore in high school. I can't even remember what I was doing when I was a sophomore in high school anymore. Broke the golf internet last week by shooting 57 at the 4A Conference Championship at Bermuda Run West in North Carolina. Macy, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Of course. So let's get right into it. I know we had to fit this interview in between your high school duties, class practice, the whole works. I know it's your schedule's crazy as a high schooler. I remember how it was it being you hit, you know, I was reading a bunch of articles about your round and the interviews that you've done in the past week. You hit 15 balls to warm up that day. Tell us how your day started and just walk us through that whole day because I want to hear it in your own words. Yeah. So, um, I went to school, <laughs> uh, we got, we went, we got out at like 10, 15, I think it was. So I didn't even finish first period. Um, then we all left. I met up with some friends as we were walking out on the team. Um, so we all walked out. I got in the car with my dad and we headed over. Uh, one of my friends on the team is a member at Bermuda Run East, um, which is the accompanying course of Bermuda Run West. So she was she got out there before me with her and another girl on the team. And they were already hitting balls. Um, so I got out there a little bit later than them. And, you know, I just started out, grabbed a pitching wedge, hit a few balls, hit a few seven irons, hit a few drives. Um, but it, I mean, it was not like a, like my normal serious warm up for a real tournament. Um, you know, we're just joking, cutting up like, oh, you know, what, what's everybody going to shoot today or, or what kind of music you listening to just stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, I guess I need to incorporate that more into my normal <laughs> warm up routine. <laughs> it's always good to have fun. And I always try to, as you know, I played golf very seriously in college and high school, and I wish I would have done more of that. I think that that's a very good testament and a good lesson that you learned there was to have more fun. Um, but I also read that your coaches and they keep Oreos and brownies and stuff on the course. Tell me about that. What's that about? Because that sounds incredible. Yeah. So, um, our head coach, Jay, he usually has always got a pack of Oreos. Um, couple like regionals uh yesterday i made i messed up on a hole and eat and i walk over to my bag and i have a pack of oreos sitting in the top of my click gear so i'm like okay <laughs> i guess that's his cue saying you didn't do very good on this hole <laughs> um but yeah they're always kind of running around with you know oreos snacks starburst candy so yeah our assistant coach mary kate didn't get out there till a little bit later um and i was almost done she had a pack of brownies so she was like you want a brownie i'm like well might as well so i ate a couple brownies and then got back to my round and ate a couple i got done <laughs> so I love that. And then you got on a really hot run of 10 consecutive birdies. And I remember you saying in your, um, in one of the articles I read was that your wedges were really hot. Is that something that you practice a lot with your coaches? Tell me about your practice routines with your wedges and how you were able to dial those in so well. Uh, yeah. So my wedges have always been some, like one of my weakest parts of my game, really. Um, so I kind of have to practice those a lot more than everything else. My putting is usually always pretty good. Um, and I hit, I usually hit it pretty straight. So my wedges have always been just kind of a weakness. So I've worked on that really hard the last the few days before region before conference. So because I knew that that course was playing really short. Um, so I had a lot of, you know, 50, 60, 70 yard wedge shots in 
then even up to like, you know, 90, 100 yards. So I worked on those a lot the day before, uh, a couple of days before, and then they just kind of carried over. Um, but yeah, my wedges were just, I mean, I was hitting them, some of them into like tap in range, and I hit a couple in that were like five or six feet, and then my putter took care of the rest. But. The 10 consecutive birdies, is that something? I know it's when you play golf, you have to get comfortable making those birdies in a row or else it does get a little bit of an uncomfortable feeling. How are you able to get past that? Okay, I'm, I'm doing this. This is for real. I have a chance to shoot a number right now. Yeah. So, um, the first, so I made actually had a, a bad wedge shot on this one hole kind of, I mean, fended over the green kind of thing, uh, made a really good two putt and the next hole's a drivable par four. My drive actually went 20 yards past the pin. So, I mean, I, I got up and down, chipped it up, made made the you know five footer for par for birdie. Then the next hole started to you know had a par five, and then just some shorter holes coming up. So the par five, I mean, I made like an eight footer, eight or nine footer on that one for birdie. The next hole made an eight or nine footer. So I mean, I was I was hitting good shots, but then my my putter was just got really hot in that range too. Um, so once once I started making a couple, I was like, well, you know, I still got a lot of short holes coming up that I can get close. Um, and then it just became more of like, you know, I want to see how many birdies I can make, or I want to see how, how close I can get to these pins. And, um, when I made the turn back from the back nine, back to the front, uh, you know, I had a couple short holes and then I, I got into a couple bunkers. Um, and I was just thinking about, you know, let's just get up and down, um, just getting up and down. And that was pretty much it. But <laughs> No, that's a really smart strategy, especially when you get in trouble, as you know, but tell me about the last few holes when you're walking down those last few holes, knowing that you have a chance to do something that not many golfers in their lifetime have ever done or will ever do. Yeah. So, um, I think the putt I had for 59 was, I was on a, a drivable par four. I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a really short par four, but they had moved up. So I, I did on the green, I had about 30 feet for Eagle. Um, when I knew, you know, if I two putt this, I'm in for 59, if I can, I can par in and shoot 59. So I think my first putt came out, it was right online, but it was just a couple feet short. I'm like, okay, you get a two footer for 59. I was like, that's kind of the putt any golfer would ever want. Um, I had both coaches watching me on that one. I don't know if either of them knew exactly what it was for, but I knew what it was for. My dad knew what it was for. So um, once I made that one, I was like, well, you know, I got a two par threes and a par four left. I was like, might as well try to get a couple birdies coming in. So then I birdied the next two and then parred the last hole. <laughs> Do you feel like you are constantly overshooting greens or coming up short because you choose the wrong club? Well, if that's the case today, is your lucky day because I'm proud to announce my brand new partnership with the boys over at Pinned Golf. Their brand new Ace Rangefinder is amazing and it's only $199. I've been using it for a couple of weeks now and I was blown away with the quality. It has a slope technology, pin locked vibration technology. So you know exactly when you are locked onto your target tour lever accuracy. And best of all, it is powered by a USB charge. So you can forget about those little batteries. Every other rangefinder makes you buy one 45 minute charge lasts you 50 plus rounds. I love it. Our friends over at pin golf are hooking up all of our listeners with $25 off and free shipping. When you use code stripe show, that's code stripe show. I'm telling you, for $175, you simply cannot beat the Ace Rangefinder. Head out over to pingolf.com and get yourself the Ace and get dialed in. That's incredible. And I one of the articles I read was, you know, statistically, as far as average goes, there's a player on your team who's technically an average goes better 
than you, right? So you're like the second player on the team. Tell me about how she reacted, how your other teammates reacted. What was the team atmosphere like when you came off the course and everybody kind of realized what had just happened? Yeah. So um, my assistant coach was shuttling in uh, our, one of the seniors on the team uh, who she usually plays number four or number five on, the, on our starting five. Um, and she actually had a really good round that day too. So I got done. I kind of, you know, right when I finished the hole, my assistant, the assistant coach was coming up. She was like, let's take a photo, take pictures, take pictures. So it was already kind of starting. And I was like, it's like, just wait, let's just wait. Cause I mean, it took a minute for me. I was like, okay, you just shot 57. Like, um, I got off, you know, everybody's giving me high fives. And once I got back to the clubhouse, was finished on hole six. Um, I was walking up to turn in my scorecard and everybody's like clapping for me and stuff. And I think, and then everybody kind of realized she was like, you know, Macy shot 57 today. And the senior who's averaged better than me, the senior, she shot a 64. So, I mean, she shot seven under two. She shot seven under and I shot 14 under. So, I mean, she had a great round too. So, um, you know, everybody's just asking me like, what did you do on this hole? What did you do on this hole? How many Eagles did you have? And I'm like, none, <laughs> just made 14 birdies. <laughs> um, but, you know, everybody was just asking me and, and talking to me about it. So it was really cool. And then you know, I got to see everybody and we hung out and then ate when they dinner after the round, like we always do. So, I mean, it, it ended up being like a pretty normal day, just with the exception of shooting a crazy round. <laughs> so funny because I noticed you keep saying, oh, well, it was really short. Oh, well, it was really short. And that's what I, I feel like the golf bros will say, you know, in the comments of on Twitter, on Instagram of, you know, oh, well, I, what was the course? 5,000 yards. They couldn't do it if they had a gun to their heads. I don't care if it was a thousand yards. There's no way anybody in those comments could do that. And so what would you say to those people who are saying things like that? Because it is a very difficult thing to do. And your wedge and your putter got hot. And it doesn't matter how far the course is playing. You have to get the ball in the hole. Yeah. Um, my teammates have said stuff to them, like responded these comments. But I'm kind of like, you know, I mean, they, I mean, it is short, but I mean, I just, you know, I got hot. I, I can't tell you that I could go do it again. If I, if I went out and played again, I can't say that I would do it again, but, um, you know, 14, you know, if you have 18 holes, 14 birdies is, is it's tough to do anywhere, you know? Um, but I, it, it's just crazy. It's crazy for me to even think about. So I don't, you know, but they're always going to have people that are going to try to take it, take it down a notch, but <laughs> Especially a 16 year old girl. There's always going to be grown men who want to bring you down. I guarantee. And it doesn't stop when you're 27 either. So hate to bring that to you. So tell me about what's next for you. Like you're 16, you're getting to that age where you're going to have to start making some college decisions. Tell me what's going through kind of your head with your family. You live in North Carolina. Um, what's going through your mind right now? Um, I, th I think I think about college stuff, but I mean, really I right now I'm like, you know, you can think about it and, you know, if people send you stuff. That's great. You can think about it. But right now I'm just trying to not focus on it too much just because I know that once the time comes that I can actually talk to them, it's going to be a stressful thing just, you know, with the nature of it. But, um, right now I'm just trying to just not focus on it too much and just shoot the numbers and then, and have the grades. And then whenever everything the time comes and I'll just hope that something works out good for me, <laughs> but just keep playing tournaments right now. And going to school. <laughs> I think you're just going to be just fine. But I read that you have kind of a relationship with former Wake Forest coach, Diane Daly. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so I met Diane a couple of years ago um, up in Blowing Rock, Boone, North Carolina area where I used to live. 
Um, and she's just been, you know, so great to me. She's always offering advice, anything I ever need. I can ask her questions about stuff, you know, how should I approach this situation or what should I do about this? And yeah, she's always, you know, always like, Oh, I think you should do this, or I think you should do this, or maybe you should send in this, or maybe you should do this. And so she's always doing that. She helps me, you know, with stuff, my potting and stuff like that. And, you know, always fun to play with me and hang out and talk and stuff. So you know, she's, she's a really good person to have around, you know, just with everything coming up in the next few years. Yeah. It's a really good, it's really important to have those resources for sure. Especially considering she's one of the best women's coaches definitely to have ever graced the game for sure at Wake Forest. So as you know, Travis Fulton, who's the co-host of this podcast is an instructor. So I do like to ask a little bit of instruction questions. So I'm sure you work on your, on your swing a lot with, you know, whoever you use as a coach. So tell us when, when something's off with your swing, what is it for you? What, it, what do you have to go back to in your swing as like your fix? Yeah. So usually for me, um, you know, it happens during the middle of a round sometimes. Usually for me is my tempo. Uh, I tend to get really fast, really easily, um, not even thinking about it. And then I'll, you know, suddenly get fast. And all my dad or my coach has to say is, you know, slow down a little bit, take a few deep breaths, slow down. Um, and usually when, when something goes bad during a round for me, I kind of pick up my pace a little bit. But something I always have to think about um, that. And then my, my head will move up and down a lot. <laughs> uh, my head likes to move around when I'm swinging. So that kind of getting staying a little bit more stable in my tempo is my main two things that I have to work on a lot, but. <laughs> and then how do you and your coaches or your parents or yourself even, how do you set goals for yourself when it comes to golf? I know it's hard because it's so much dependent on other people and how they play, but as far as you in tournaments and, you know, you're at that age where you're playing so much, how do you set goals for yourself? Yeah. Um, I think this summer, mainly my, my, my goals were, you know, I want to go to this tournament with a good game plan and I want to stick to that game plan because that's kind of tough for me. Like it's tough for me when I, if I, if I'm playing with girls and I'll see them pull out a driver, it's tough for me to be like, you know, for you, you need to lay back and hit a hybrid and just play in from the hundred yard marker, then bomb a driver out there and risk getting in trouble. Um, so me, it was mainly sticking to my game plan, getting more used to that. Um, you know, just stuff like that. I mean, score wise, you know, I always have a, a thing in my mind about what I'd like to shoot, but I just try to keep that out of the picture mainly. Um, just game plan stuff and goals for my swing, stuff like that. Yeah, process goals are definitely super important, especially at your age when you're getting into that more course management stuff. So we do this segment at the very end called Emergency Nine, where we ask nine rapid fire questions. They're some golf related, some not. Just say okay. the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Okay. <laughs> Best golf shot you've ever hit? Oh, um, when I shot the 57, I hit that on the, what was my, like, seventh or eighth hole, but I hit a, a drive, like, 270 past the pounds one hole, so I was really proud of that one. <laughs> nice. Your favorite golf course to play? Uh, or it's got to be, it's got to be Pine Needles. I love Pine Needles. That okay. one at number four, Piner's number four. Theoretically, if you were to ever win the Masters, which I know that's not really a thing right now, <laughs> but what would be on your Masters Champions dinner menu? Uh, crab legs. That's a good answer. Okay. That was very fast. You knew that one. What kind of music do you listen to on the course? Country music. Okay. Favorite Netflix show you're watching right now? Um, it's gotta be Outer Banks. I've already watched it, but it's gotta be Outer Banks. <laughs> okay. Uh, go to, I, I have drink on the course, but you can go with anything. <laughs> um, go to thing on the course. 
BioLite has been a recent favorite. Um, Rice Krispie treats are always pretty good too, though. <laughs> okay, good. That's a good answer. Any hobbies that aren't golf related? I like to fish a lot. Okay, that's a good <laughs> that's one. That's one of my favorite things. Three words to best describe you as a person. Um, outgoing. Um, I like to think that I'm kind of funny. <laughs> and um, a good friend. I'd say I'm a pretty good friend. <laughs> okay, and then three words to describe your golf game. Um, a good putter. That's not really a word, but <laughs> good putter. Um, fun. It's fun. And uh, straight. <laughs> I love that. Those are great traits to have, especially the straight one. <laughs> so what's next for you this season? How, what's up the, for the rest of the high school season? Yeah. So we've got States next Monday and Tuesday. Um, we're looking, really looking forward to that. Um, looking to defend our title, um, that, and then I've got some tournaments coming up, EKB tournament and start of November. And then I go to the elite invitational at Longleaf this and right at the week after the PKB. Um, so I've got, I've got a few on the list that I'm, I'm looking forward to, but. You're in a great state where it's about to get really nice weather, huh? <laughs> yes, it is. Not yeah, too hot, not too cold. <laughs> Love yeah. that kind of weather. Well, Macy, thank you so much for joining us and we wish you the best of luck. We'll be keeping an eye on you this fall. Okay. Thank you so much. Thanks for having Here's me. Here's to another 57. See ya. Thank you. Bye. Let's take a second to talk about the folks over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation across the golf industry and with golfers everywhere for its combination of value, performance, and customer service. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is flipping the script on golf technology through perimeter-weighted balls made with the high-density particles and proprietary nanotransitional layer offering players enhanced accuracy, control and distance encore recently added the vero x1 to its suite of award-winning golf balls one that already included the golf digest gold rated elixir and low compression avant 55 through its full suite of golf balls encore can help transform any golfer's game visit encoregolf.com backslash travis fulton for more info about encore and start revolutionizing your game now back to the stripe show podcast